0: Hey guys, it's Katie Baldwin here for another edition of Catholic Reflections. i got to do something a little different tonight. I hope you guys are enjoying, I just posted my evangelization podcast from last night. So I hope you guys are enjoying that. Um, I'm going to do something different. I am not going to read the gospel reading tonight. I'm only going to read the first reading and the psalm response because the gospel reading is one that we've already discussed and I don't think we need to go over it again, but I do want to focus on the first reading tonight, and uh, tonight because I, I think it's poignant for all of us to note about belonging to the Lord and what that means uh, for our lives. So, here we go. Brothers and sisters, none of us lives for oneself, and no one dies for oneself. For if we live, we live for the Lord. And if we die, we die for the Lord. So then, whether we live or die, we are the Lord's. For this is why Christ died and came to life, that he might be Lord of both the dead and living. Why then do you judge your brother or sister? Or you, why do you look down on your brother or sister? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of God. For as it is written, As I live, says the Lord, every knee shall bend before me, and every tongue shall give praise to God. So then each of us shall give an account of himself to God. Responsorial Psalm tonight is, I believe that I shall see the good things of the Lord in the land of the living. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is my life's refuge. Of whom should I be afraid? I believe that I shall see the good things of the Lord in the land of the living. One thing I ask of the Lord, this I seek, to dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, that I may gaze on the loveliness of the Lord and contemplate His temple. I believe that I shall see the good things of the Lord in the land of the living. I believe that I shall see the bounty of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord with courage. Be stout-hearted and wait for the Lord. I believe that I shall see the good things of the Lord in the land of the living. So, first reading, talking about belonging to the Lord, how we no longer belong to ourselves. And why do I like this reading tonight? I like this reading, number one, because it shows that we no longer have ownership over ourselves. I've talked about this before. The idea that when we are baptized into the body of Christ, we no longer live for ourselves We live for God. God has claimed us as his own. And that's what St. Peter is reminding the Romans, that we don't live for ourselves anymore. We don't die for ourselves anymore. We are belonging entirely to God. And it is in him that we live and move and have our being. So why is it so hard to live like that? We can profess it. We can profess it all we want, that, you know, we are the Lord's, we belong to him. But why is it so hard to live that out? I think it's hard to live that out because of the culture that we're in. And I know I bring this up so much. You're like, Katie, why do you keep bringing up the culture? Why does it matter? Well, I'll put it this way. Let me give you an example. You know, when you were growing up, And you were looking through the magazines or whatever. You had friends that were all up there and you wanted to be like them. Because they were influencing you in either a negative or positive way. That's what the culture is doing to us and our souls. The culture is saying, look, you can have everything you want in the world. God's not going to help you. God's distant. He's not going to be there for you. You can have a nice house. You can have a nice car. You can have all the things. That's going to satisfy your longing." That's going to satisfy your deepest desire. Guys, I'm here to tell you right now, don't be fooled. Don't be fooled. Because the culture is toxic. The culture is going to sway you in a direction that you may not want to go. I was listening to a podcast today on EWTM, as I do when I'm at work, and... You know, we were talking about... They were talking about things that threaten our children. Which I think is so important. Because our children, our young people... are so they, they absorb everything like a sponge. Like little sponges. They absorb everything. But not only threatening our young people... But threatening us as adults as well. The culture... And the things that we decide to get into... Are going to try to pull us away from Christ... And what Saint uh, Saint Peter reminds the Romans and reminds us that we no longer can live in the view of the world. We can no longer have a view of the world and think that oh, the world's so good, the world's going to do everything for me that I want it to do. We can't have that. Can't have that view anymore, because what happens when we have that view? We are then led into sin. We are led into sin, we are led into despair, we are led into hopelessness. All the things that God does not want for us. God did not make us to have anxiety. He didn't make us to have stresses. He didn't make us to have any of the things that the modern culture says that we have. And if we continue... To allow the culture to implement itself deeper in our lives and the lives of our children. I don't have any, but I can tell you right now, it'd be a scary world if I had to bring up a kid in this world. Being dead honest. Scary to bring up a child in this world. I don't think I'd want to do it. The culture infiltrates everything. And as much as we should watch out for our young people, which absolutely, 100%, I do not doubt we should, we should watch out for ourselves too. Because I know plenty of adults who had a really strong faith and then they just went out into the world, they didn't have a backbone. Their faith weakened. Because they didn't exercise their spiritual muscles and remember that they are God's. They're God's sons and God's daughters. And that's hard. That's really hard to do. It's really hard to recognize that the culture is out to get you because it's so alluring. And I love today's reading because it hits the nail perfectly on the head. It hits the nail on the head because we are yet reminded that we cannot be self-centered. The self-centered, entitlest nature that the culture has is a terrible thing. It is a terrible thing. I'm having flat coke, so pardon me. It's a terrible thing. and It's one we need to get out of and we need to get out of very quickly. You know, um, switching gears for a minute, I was thinking about something today, and I think that, you know, this ties really well into the reading, I think, and I'll, I'll tell you why, um, I actually, uh, have an interview for a job in Virginia, it's at a Kohl's, Kohl's, for, uh, Kohl's department store, backroom associate, dealing with, you know, clothing and stuff, and unloading boxes and stuff, and and uh, I applied last night, and I got an email saying they want to interview me in Waynesboro, and I was just getting ready to take a shower, I made, I said a prayer, and I said, God, if this is your will, that you want Gary and I to be in Virginia for a better life, a, a, a closer life to you, if this is what you want of us, you will make a way. And I told him that. I said, God, I'm putting this in your hands. You will provide for us as you always have. And that's one unshakable faith. In the midst of hardships, and Gary and I have gone through a lot of them, we've gone through a lot of things, God continues to open doors for us that we might not have even thought of. Guys, I'm telling you right now, to belong to God doesn't mean that our lives are over. To belong to God means that our lives are just beginning and He will make a way. You have to put your faith in Him. That's exactly what I do every day. I say, okay, God, I'm going to give you today. I'm going to give you today, and whatever you want to make of it, it's yours. Put me in the right frame of mind to do what it is that you're asking of me, and I will go and do it because you will make a provision for me. My faith in you is strong. You cannot and will not let me down. You are faithful to your promises. And we need to remember that as sons and daughters of God, we need to remember that he makes a way when there seems to be none. He makes a way when there seems to be none. And I love that about our God, how Awesome he is, how amazing he is, and it it just it, it fills me with wonder and how majestic and massive he is. I, I can't put into words what it's like to serve such an amazing creator who never lets you down. I'm not going to do the meditation tonight because I do have a prayer request. I'm not going to go into too much much detail, but um, I do have a prayer request for my stepfather, Frank Santos. Um, He's having some health issues right now, um, neurological issues. And uh, apparently they're to the point that he can no longer work. Uh, My mother is the sole income for the household for them. Things are a little tight, so if you could uh, uh, pray for him... And pray for my mother that you know things will get easier, and that they can come up, you know, figure out what's causing his issues, um, you know, and 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 give him a, a comfortable, you know, not not so much a um 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 I'm, I'm trying. Well, I guess what I'm trying to say is a closure to whatever. Is, is happening to him. So let's go ahead and pray in the name of the Father, and the Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, I come to you tonight in full trust. In full trust that you make provisions for those who love you and those who trust in you. And I pray tonight for my stepdad, for Frank. Lord, help him and my mother find closure as to what is causing his health issues and help the doctors figure out what is wrong and and find maybe not a a cure but a solution to make his life better, to make him more comfortable and more confident. Uh, I pray for my mother tonight, Lord. Be with her, as this is such such a hard thing for her to watch her husband go through. Give her the strength to be supportive to him. Wrap your loving arms around her, Lord, and remind her of how much you love her. And how much you care about her. And how she is your daughter. And that you will never abandon her. Wrap your arms around her now, Lord. And give her peace. And give her confidence that whatever is going on, you will make a way. Um, Lord, I, I pray for myself tonight. And my husband, Gary, uh, as we embark in this new chapter going to Waynesboro for the interview. Lord, if this is what you want Gary and I to do, if this is where you want Gary and I to be, I know you will make a way. You always have. You've always opened doors that we didn't think we would be able to open. Lord, our faith in you is strong. We trust that you will be faithful to your promises. Nothing will happen that you don't control, Lord. I'm putting all my faith in you tonight, Lord. And I ask this through the Blessed Virgin Mary, all the angels and saints in heaven, please intercede for us. Please pray for us. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father and the Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Uh, thank you guys for listening tonight. I know it was a short, um a short um um podcast. Just, you know, just felt like talking about the reading and and I, I hope you guys I hope you guys get a better idea of how important it is to not allow the culture to persuade you. uh, to, To stand firm in your convictions and allow God to work in you and claim Him as your own, as He claims you as His own. And don't allow the culture to thwart your view of God. Don't allow the culture to say, okay, this is who God is, really, that's, you know, who you think he is, isn't, you know. Don't don't let the culture do that to you. Because once you let the culture do that to you, you're on a road to ruin. Do not let the culture distort your view of our God, because he's so powerful. And he will do the things he promises. You just have to have faith. As always, thank you guys for listening. Good night, and God bless you. Thank you for listening to Catholic Reflections.